Thank you for joining us for this episode. The Inner Conversation is brought to you by the Living Word of Christ Ministries. Our mission is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. For more information, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can watch service live at 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. Or if you miss service, you can catch what you missed on our YouTube channel. We hope you enjoy. All right, Pastor, go ahead and say what's up. Hey, what's going on, everyone? All right, guys, so uh, we're excited to be back. Um, this time, we're actually going to be talking about something a little different. Um, we actually titled this uh, Coming to God. And so uh, we got a few questions uh, that I'm going to be asking Pastor Daniel. going to kind of pick his brain. And um, so the first question is, uh, what's it like coming to God? And so, uh, Pastor, you want to go ahead and speak on that a little bit? That's a that's a big question. You know, what it's like coming to God. When we find God in our lives, it's a transition. It's a change. It's something that it changes us forever. When we come to God, it's because we're tired. We're tired of life. We're tired of circumstances. We're tired of whatever issues may that may be dragging us or hindering hindering us and we're just tired of a lot of things and specifically life and we know that God is out there that God's real and that he can do something for us but we don't go to that we don't go and ask him we don't go in to that place of seeking him until we get to that tired point you know what what I mean yeah and so when it when we come to God it's such a release. It's such a relief. All these things that we carry for so long, these burdens, hate, unforgiveness, fears, depressions, everything that holds us down and just keeps us from doing anything in life in general, mm-hmm. it's all gone. It, we're set free from this. You know why? Because God takes this burden away from us. He he takes it as we give it to him. Because when we go to God, we go to God with a package. We go to God with with a lot of luggage. <laughs> and when we go to God, it's like, man, you know, Lord, here it is. Yep. I'm tired of life. I'm tired of what I'm having to go through every single day. And coming to God is such a release. It's a, it, it frees you mentally, physically. It, it, it helps you because that stress that life can bring you, it, it is easily more adaptable knowing that God is with you and you're not doing things alone as to you were before you even knew God. Mm-hmm. Because before when we know God, we're trying to fix everything ourselves. It's time consuming. Mm-hmm. It, we get headaches, we get we get sad, we, we're emotional, and mm-hmm. there's no sense of clarity. There's no sense of things ending. But when we come to God, we're able to give it to Him. And in some areas, we could see things begin just to go away. Amen. And so it's a freedom. Mm-hmm when we finally realize that we can go to God. So what would you say then, um, like let's say, for example, uh, 
somebody is is curious somebody uh let's just say somebody who hasn't given their life comes to you and says hey daniel you know um what's it like you know you know what do you say to that there's only one way to explain it It, what it's like it's life changing it's it's freedom you know before i was even saved i was into drugs i was into gangs i was filled with hate so much judgment Mm -hmm. and it it kind of holds you down to you have to be a certain way because that's this is the the way that the world made you to be right this is before knowing god and finally when you get to know god you get to know love you get to know and learn what hope is right. what is faith mm-hmm. what are burdens and what are burdens that are meant for us not to carry and there's such a release in that knowing that you don't have to live up to a, a, the world's standards that now you live up to whatever standards God puts in your life and realizing that this is the true God to that, that you serve. It relieves you of all the pressures of who, how do I have to be? How do I have to dress? How do I have to look mm-hmm. physically, mentally, um, do I shave? Do I don't? Do I don't shave? The way that you're judged in the world is much different. When you go to God, you don't ca- you care less about anything else except for just to please Him. Mm-hmm. Because in the world, you know, I was like, okay, I have a set of friends that like to do this. So if I want to hang out with them, guess what? Right. I'm going to do things that they do. Mm-hmm. And if I get tired of them, if I want to make another group set of friends. I'm going to adapt to the way they live. Right, yeah. And then it gets tiring. But when you meet God, the word sets sets your sets the way that we should live. And there's no there's no pretending to be something that you're not. Mm. But it's coming as you are and saying, "Lord, here I am." And being able to give up everything that the world has put on you that weight Mm -hmm. and be set free from that burden and be however God made you to be. That's good. So why would you say that? Um, Because, you know, you said God will be able to tell the difference um, or that, you know, in that case, um, anybody would really be able to tell the difference between, you know, if you're living it or not living it. But why is it, though, that God is able to tell the difference? Well, God looks at our hearts. God is a reader of our hearts. See, many of us, we come through life and we, we know how to act in certain scenarios. Right, right. But God knows our hearts. Mm-hmm. He knows where our hearts are set at, where our minds are set at. And God knows our intentions. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say that we can't get... It, it's easy to say that you can't get nothing past God. And when God is evident in your life it's going to show proof of it right so god's able to tell why because he can he's the reader of hearts that's good i think because i think that's an important thing about um you know somebody like the question what's it like coming to god well one of the biggest things would be that you know god knows your heart 
So, you know, there's nothing you can hide from him. So when you come to him, you know, al- along with everything Pastor is speaking about, it's like you said, Pastor, you know, we try to live up to these images, these idols, you know, everything of that nature. But when you come to God, there is no more, there's no more faking it. There's no more living for the world. It's living to please God. That's right. And, you know, when God knows your heart, you know, when you're in it and you give your life, you know, one of the biggest things you have to face is, is correction and, and accountability. And that, I think that was a good explanation. So, you know, the scripture God had given me is in Romans 10, chapter 9. Uh, it says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So, Pastor, you want to speak a little bit on that? Confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart and you shall be saved. That means you're truly knowing that this is it. This is the real thing. Because sometimes we can speak empty promises. We can speak and convince others, but yet it's hard to convince ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, absolutely. but when we come to God and we're asking and saying, Lord, come into my heart as my personal Lord and Savior, save me from myself because this is my desire. This is what I need. I'm hungry for this. And you're believing that God is going to do this for you. God is going to do a work in your life. And from that, when you believe in something, then you're going to live that out. That's right. And then if you believe that God has come into your heart and that he's going to do something within you, you will be saved, meaning because you're going to continue to listen to what he wants because wholeheartedly you're going to do whatever he asks of you. And whatever he asks of you is going to help save you. That's beautiful. That's amazing. That's it's very amazing. Uh, it's such a it's a, such a supernatural gift that nobody can truly understand. But when you experience it and when you live it, it's it's something completely different than what you would have ever expected it to be, man. <laughs> oh, I tell you that. Oh man. Um. Do you mind giving us uh, an example of uh, in your life, Pastor, something that, you know, that would represent this statement? You know, when what made you truly believe that, you know, um, that God is raised from the dead and that, you know, you're saved? The evidence is in what he's done in my life. No one could have changed me, not man, not wife no one could change me that that's just how i am i made myself mm-hmm. into that monster and i always heard about jesus you know jesus this and jesus that i'm like that's good that you have jesus you know for you right i don't i don't need jesus because he's not going to be able to help me mm. you know there's all that pride yeah. you know pride that that's common it, yeah it'll kill you mm-hmm. it kills relationships it kills a lot of things And that was pretty heavy in my life. And then just one day, I had this encounter. And I had this presence just come into where I was living at. And there's such a fear 
and there was such a such a an ugliness and i knew that when i felt this that it wasn't anything normal but then i always remembered when people would tell me about jesus how he can set you free how he's there how you just need to call upon his name mm. and he'll answer the call as a man you don't cry out for help right yeah. you 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 throw your hands up and you 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 handle it like a man right this night was very different and the only thing that i can do as a man was cry out to some one that i've heard of but didn't believe for myself mm. and i remember that night i cried out to the lord i'm just like forgive me forgive me whatever this is i'm whatever it is i'm feeling help me through this I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to be this no more. I don't want to be this way. And it was almost instantaneously at that point in time when I called on to the Lord and I said, help me through this moment that he answered it. And there's nothing in this world that would ever change my mind. There's no, oh, it was a there was no coincidence. He heard my cry for help. He came that instant. And he helped and he rescued me and he comforted me that moment. And I knew at that point in time how much that even though I didn't really have love for myself or love for others, how he can quickly show how much he loved me on how he just came instantly and brought that comfort that no one else could bring. Amen. Not a girl not not a dog you know because we have <laughs> we have family pets that we like to hug on right nothing brought that security but he brought that right away and i was like man now this is a god that loves right this is a god that brings hope this is a god that brings security in a split of a second just at that split second yeah and that's what made me a true believer so it's like in some scenarios you would say that like when you're in your darkest places before you know you get saved and sometimes even people that have been saved and you know kind of fall out of it or you know when you're in that dark place you know some people experience it in those places and it's like god meets them in those places yes like even personally that that was my scenario you know it was when i was at my worst that i realized like you said you know like you may not know how to love or receive love or be able to give love but somehow god demonstrated his love for you you know in that in that dark time and it's kind of what makes you realize like this is real yes this is real and when you get the opportunity to see that in somebody else it's all you can do is thank god because you understand you're like man like i remember that mm -hmm. exactly <laughs> you know it's a it's a amazing thing i mean anybody that you know, anybody that may be in that dark place that feels like there is no hope or feels like, you know, what do I go to or, you know, questioning this type of thing, man, you know, um, the only thing that either one of us would probably say is, you know, take it to God. Amen. You I know, mean, God, God restores the brokenness Amen. because sometimes we come to God and we're broken. We, we we feel like there's nothing that can fix us. Right. You know, that we're just a lost cause. Yeah. And yeah. there's no restoration point. But God, the God of miracles, 
can do all things in those that believe in him. Amen. Even the slightest, uh, even having faith as small as a mustard seed, this is all that he, this is all that he needs That's right. to even show himself real. And this is all he needs from believers, from people that are just even wanting to try and say, Lord, you know, help me with sincerity because they need something drastic sometimes in their lives. Mm-hmm. And God would just say, you know what? I want to show myself. That's right. Because I know that you have a need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, oh man. That's good because that leads me into my, my next question. Um, what does it mean to have a relationship with Jesus? Well, to have a relationship with Jesus, let's look at it this way. If you're married, you're talking to your spouse every day. Right. There's some type of communication going on. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. If not, <laughs> then there's marriage counseling. Yeah. Okay. And, but, you know, in a relationship with, with God, there's, there's a constant communication that goes on. And this is, this is your, this is something that you build up on. When you have a relationship, like, let's say, for instance, something's going wrong and, and it's something's spiraling out of control. Your, your first thought, your first mentality is not going to be like, well, how can I fix this? How can I resolve this right now? But your first response is going to be, Lord, I need your help in this situation. I need your help right now in this issue. When we go to God, that, when we go and re- this is our first response is because we built that relationship in him, with him, right. enough that we trust him just to go to him right off the bat. Mm-hmm. We're not calling up, hey, you know, I need some, I need some, you know, pr- some prayer for the next couple days. You know, it, it's fine to do that mm-hmm. because we're supposed to be, we're called to uplift each other. We're called to encourage each other, as it says in Ephesians 5. Mm-hmm. But to have a relationship with God, that means you go to him with everything. You hide nothing. And you're saying, this is who I am. And this is what I fall short at. And this is where I need help in. So that he can come in and begin to do a work in those areas that we struggle in. To help build us and make us stronger in our weakest areas of our lives. Mm -hmm. To have a relationship with God is saying and answering to him in the times that we don't. In the times that we do. And when he says, hey, you know what? It's time to get rid of this thing right here. Mm -hmm. And saying, Lord, because I love you. And I listen to you. I'm going to submit this and give that issue that you require of me to give up. Because why? Because I love you. And in a relationship, you love that person. And you'll do what it takes to please that person. Mm -hmm. So when you have a relationship with God, you're in love with God. And if he's talking to you, and he's saying, I need you to do something and him being the king of kings the lord of lords your your first response is gonna be like lord anything that that you need i will do and so having that personal relationship with god is that intimacy Mm. the intimacy Mm -hmm. the prayers knowing his word because it gets helps you get to know him better and how he works right yeah so so we got coming to God which is 
you know, God meeting you in that place of where you're at, you know, um, reminding you that you don't need to be perfect to know God or to come to know God. And having a relationship with God is, you know, that intimacy, the, you know, doing the things that God is asking you to do. And when you have that relationship, you're not, you know, you're not questioning every little thing. You're just, okay, God, this is what you want. Yes. You know, you know, here I am, you know, use me. Um, so we've asked about having a relationship with Jesus. So what does it mean to, to serve God? You know, uh, in, in the aspect of, you know, what comes with, um, the expectancy, right? Yeah. So that along with having a relationship, what's, what's the other side of it, of serving God and the expectancy? Well, the expectancy is expect to get worked on because when God comes into your life and it takes effect in your life, there's going to be work done in your life. Right. So don't expect to have anything hidden that you don't (laughs) want him to see. Right. Yeah. Because you can't hide nothing from (laughs) why? Because he knows our hearts. Right. Yep. So when we invite him in, he's like, I see everything. Yeah. But. I'm going to have some grace. We're going to start right here. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he wants, he doesn't want to overwhelm us. Why? Because he's a loving father mm-hmm. and he teaches us and he disciplines us. And this is the way that he also shows his love, not to put all, not to put burden on us. Right. So the things to look forward to when coming to Christ is change, change. You're looking for some, something different. You, you, you tried life, you tried what the world has to offer and it bores you or, or it's killing you. It, it's killing you slowly. It's, it's breaking you. It's bringing in depressions and bringing in anxieties and bringing in fears. It's bringing in all these things. Yeah. God, he s- says, bring these things unto me. All those that are heavy laden and burdened, give to me and I will give you rest. But that doesn't mean that that everything will be okay because once we give him all our burdens, then it's time for us to step up. Right. Now he's gonna challenge us in different areas of our lives. You know, sometimes people are people have maybe walked up to you or a pastor or an evangelist and says, Hey, you know, you're called to preach or you're called to teach or you're called to do something. Now be ready for this because if you have that certain gifting or if you have that certain calling on your life, God's going to begin to work in your life in certain areas to get you to that point. That sounds fun. So it is fun <laughs> <laughs> at some points. Yeah. And then you got the challenges and the challenges are exactly what they're called. Right. Challenges. But those challenges will change you. It'll, it'll help you grow stronger. Your faith, mm-hmm. your love, your joy, it's, it'll sustain you. God sustains you. Like when, when you have that relationship and you're building it, and now you have things just trying to burden you down. Life, depression tries to come in. Anger, fear, they try to come in once again. But now, since you've established your relationship with God, now you're stronger spiritually, mm-hmm. mentally, everything that's within you, you're, it's all spiritually been 
have been getting completed in you. Why? Because we listen to what he's telling us to do. Right. We do what he's asking us to do. So when the next challenge comes up and takes place in our lives and the enemy wants to try to take us out, we're like, oh no, we fall back onto the word. Right. And now we have someone in our corner that's like, it's not going to happen today. And God is the one that gives us that authority in this world to overcome all things. Amen. So how, how important, just to add to that question, um, having your relationship with Jesus, because in order to know Jesus, you need to know his word. Um, so how important is it to know your word? It's very important. There's, we can go, we can be scholars. We can go to the extremities. Mm -hmm. However much you want to know, you could go into that depth. Right. But to know his word is to know life. Because in his word, it talks about every situation that we face here, even today. Mm -hmm. To know his word, it helps, it, it sustains you. If, you. if you go throughout the whole Bible, being a Christian today, and, now, and you're going through something, there's scripture there to show that not only have you gone through it, but Jesus himself has gone through it. Amen. His disciples have gone through it even mm -hmm. worse. And that will give you hope. And it reminds you. We're not alone. Exactly. And that reminds you what you're fighting for. Mm, that's you're, a good one. You're not fighting for yourself anymore. Right. You're fighting for, you're fighting for God. You're building his kingdom. Mm. And you know, okay, God, uh, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords with all authority is here with me. And he commanded me to go and preach to the nations, to go and teach to the youngs, to the youth, to go and mentor and do all, all that he asked of me to do, that he's called me to do this. And if the enemy wants to try to come in and try to trip me up, and try to say, oh, you, don't, you can't be doing this. Who, who gave you authority? God gave me authority. Amen. And it's not out of our, out of our pride, mm. but it's out of the intimacy and the relationship that we built with Christ, knowing his word, and then stepping out on his word, and right. now nothing can trip you up. Mm. You're, 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 you're spiritually have been sustained, and you're ready to go no matter what is trying to come against you. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so, man, amen to that. Um, so the scripture for this is, it's in Philippians 2, uh, verse 13. It says, For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure, meaning God puts the desire in you to do good for his purpose, for his will. Um, and, I mean, man, that goes perfectly with exactly what Pastor Daniel was saying. You know, that when you come to God, there's so much that comes with it. So much that at first you really don't understand. At first you're, you're lost, you're confused, yeah. you're, you have all these questions, you know, you have your fears, your doubts. But, you know, when you come to learn the word, it's one of those things. The more you seek God, the more that God puts this desire in you to just do good. You know, and even when the word is confusing, you know, you call on the Holy Spirit to 
to ask you to to bring understanding and i man i was i that was a good answer because <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean that i mean man that goes hand in hand so uh my next question will be uh what should someone look forward to expect when coming to god which is kind of what we talked about a mm-hmm. little bit but in a sense of like okay so we see what we see from the outside right um so on a spiritual aspect of expecting what comes with that so you know you look at our walks right it's not you know it's nothing easy no and so but then you got the spiritual aspect of it when like you said you know the enemy tries to come in and tell you you know you can't do it you know so when you come to god and these things start to creep in you know uh in that aspect what should you expect well, the one thing that we should always expect is that our our flesh is always wanting to do one thing. The spirit's always wanting to do the other. Right. And so we have to remember that it's not a flesh fleshly battle that we that we fight. Mm-hmm. It's a spiritual battle. Right. And so when mm-hmm. the spirit's more stronger in you than the flesh, then you're gonna fall into what the spirit is saying. Right. But if you're more fleshly, then you're going to do whatever the flesh desires. So when you're being challenged, you're either going to do one or the other. And before we even started serving God, we reacted in the flesh. Mm -hmm. We did everything in the flesh. That that was our first response. We reacted and then we regret it. Reacted and then something happened and you still regretted it mm-hmm. now on the spiritual side now you're like okay lord what do you want me to do okay lord how do you want me to handle this mm. how do i take care of this you're no longer leaning on your own understanding but now you're speaking now you're seeking guidance mm-hmm. on the spiritual side from the holy spirit which will help lead you into making the right choices the mm-hmm. right decisions you can't go wrong you can't go wrong with that. Mm. So you have the help. You have the helper, which is the Holy Spirit. And this is this was what helps us from making those bad choices. That's so awesome. Yeah, that's oh man. That's such a beautiful thing to have something like that that can come in and tell you, hey, that's not a good idea. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we need that. Yeah, you know, uh, a big thing too is like you know coming to god not everybody in your life is going to understand if that's the case and everybody in your life understands that you're giving your life to god that's an amazing thing but the the thing is sometimes not everybody in your family will understand some not friends family whatever it is right yeah not not everyone will understand and maybe they never will but this is, I want to read the scripture. It's in Matthew chapter 26, verse 41. It says, watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm-hmm. When you grab a hold of this scripture, you understand what it really truly means. And for some, don't, don't understand the impact of that scripture. So therefore, there's no understanding in it. Mm-hmm. And then for some, 
I get it. I know what that means. I can't react off this flesh. I got to go into the spiritual and fight spiritually. Mm -hmm. And in the world, they may not understand on how Christianity really works. So therefore, they have an understanding. Right. But looking from the outside in, there's not that true understanding of what Christianity is really about. And when it comes to this, we have to be a testimony. We have to let God speak for us. Because sometimes we want to get into the flesh and be like, oh, no, you can't judge me or, or you, can't, you can't tell me what to do or you can't give me your opinion. They can't do that because that's who they are. Right. But as for us believers, all we can do is just say, you know what? Okay, you know, leave it as that. Pray for them. Let God begin just to work on them. Continue to live out your testimony the way that God has intended you to live it out. Give that and pray on it and say, how do you want me to handle this, Lord? And God will deal with whatever situation that may be. Right. So what you're saying is like, so when these things happen, you know, instead of trying to bite back at these people that may not understand, you know, instead pray for them, love them. You know, yes. love them with God's love. You know, show forgiveness. Show God's forgiveness. Yes. You know, uh, be the example, right? Um, I know in situations like that, it's it's super easy to wanna to lash out or to show your to speak your opinion or you know say or even you know if, even get physical depending on who it is you know and uh, it's a lot harder to do the right thing in that moment. But I mean, you look at the life of Jesus. And the things that he went through, there's no excuses. That's right. Because, I mean, you look at what he went through and you're like, man, all this person is telling me is that, you know, blah, 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 whatever whatever it is, you know. And then you read your word and you're like, oh, man, like, now nah, I don't feel so smart because, you know, Jesus went through the same thing. And in certain situations, he didn't even say anything back. That's right. You know, or at that, it was just, you know, even on the cross, you know, he said, forgive them for they not know what they do. You know, and, and that's that that's amazing to have that amount of humility and to know to know what he was capable of and to still have the humility to say, you know what, forgive them, Father. You know, that's, right. that's the example that we have to be in situations like that. And that's ah, that's crazy. And see, and, and that brings a good point to know who Christ is also lets you know who you are. Hmm. And so if you know who you are and who Christ made you to be, that's where your confidence is at. So you no longer have to fight those battles any longer mm. because now you know who you are standing in God. So therefore, this is me. And no matter what the enemy might try to say otherwise, what does God tell you that you are? Mm. Stick to that. And yeah, it's, it gets hard to ignore, but to pray. The spiritual, you got to bring it out. You got to pray. That's right. That's your weapon. That's your fight. Yeah. No longer the flesh, but the spiritual. Yeah, man, that, that's a good point. Um, you know, so uh, the last thing we're going to be speaking about 
something that Pastor had actually talked about there in his message. Um, he spoke in First Samuel 17, and if you'd like to watch the message, you can check it out on our YouTube channel, The Living Word of Christ Ministries. It's the most recent message. It's called, um, what, what was the title of it again, Pastor? I'm supposed to know this. <laughs> <laughs> Facing your giant. Right, right okay, but yeah, but yeah. Facing your giants. Uh, but one thing Pastor talked about um, was how people know Jesus, but they can only speak on him to a certain point. Meaning, like, I can tell you, you know, um, you know, yeah, Jesus is amazing. God saved me. Jesus Christ rose from the dead. But when somebody asks them, okay, but what has he done in your life? That kind of just stops there because it's like you're only, you, you can explain this a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Go, go ahead and explain this. So there's some that, like when I wasn't saved, mm-hmm. I, I knew who God was. So I know God. And I went to, I went to private school, which was based on, on a religion. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up in a, in a religion going in, in that school. Right. And so I did the, the rosary. The, I did everything. And they always read the word once a week, maybe twice a week while in school. Throughout those times, I knew who God was. But I didn't know. I didn't have that personal relationship with him and know what God, who God truly was. I had an understanding, but there wasn't that relationship. There wasn't, there wasn't that, uh, how would you say, there wasn't that, that, that impact. We haven't met officially. I, I understood who he was, but just like Saul, when he was heading on the road on Damascus, mm-hmm. the presence of the Lord just got his attention. And he felt his power. He felt his authority. And he was shocked. He was stunned. I didn't have that just yet. I didn't have that that touch like yet. That proper introduction. There you go. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. But I knew who God was. So whenever someone tell me, you know, God is this, God is that, I would say, oh, I, like, I love God too. But I didn't understand that there is a greater love. Right there was no understanding. Mm-hmm. And so there's a difference between knowing God and a relationship with God mm. to know Amen. God, to know God. We, we, a lot of people, we, we know who God is and it, it just, and, and a lot of people, especially me during that time, it was just a surface, right? It was just a top part because we weren't taught on how to learn, on how to get closer, on how to understand him, on how to dig in and know how God worked. Mm. It was never taught. So many, many have not been taught, have not been given the opportunity to truly understand how much of an impact God can have on their lives if they were able to dig deeper, mm. but not everyone understands that part. Right. So they don't understand on how much she can move in their lives and how much change they could bring to their lives and how much they can impact their lives for the greater good. 
no, mm-hmm. no matter what you go through life, there's always hope. There's always security. There's always something there that God gives us. And they just barely scratch the surface. Mm. And, but yet, they have not grabbed that understanding. Yeah, it's like they only know that it stops there. Yes. Yeah. And it's not their fault. Right. And it's not. It, and it's not to say that that's wrong. But it's our duty as Christians that have that understanding of who God is mm-hmm. to talk to them. Right. To pray for them, to if they're opening up enough, to show them the word, to give them that meat that we were once given. That's right. That someone once gave the time for us, give it back to someone else, so that they can get that understanding. Be like, wow, this is so much change. This has brought so much joy in my life. Because when I when I knew God in that way, I didn't have that joy. Right. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have nothing going on. I was like, <laughs> okay, I, you know, I did my thing and I'm, I'm back at home. Yeah, it's like a form of godliness, but no power. Yes. And that, that, again, that was just because of my own understanding. Right. I didn't know that there's a deeper relationship that we can actually have with God. And there's a lot that don't know, but it's our responsibility to give that to them, to yeah. lead them to, to the word and say, here it is. It's more than what we think. It's so much bigger than what you understand. Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah. Ooh. So yeah, that, that, that's encouraging right there. That, that's definitely the encouragement for anybody who may be listening, who feels like they're in that place where, you know, they know God, but they don't understand the intimacy of God. You know, keep seeking God, keep asking God to to show you who he is, to show you his love, to show you, you know, all the things that of of who he is. And so to kind of wrap this up, um, you know, coming to God, you know, you don't need to be perfect to come to God. You know, God isn't expecting you to meet a standard and then he's going to come and be like, okay, now you can be my disciple you know, no, God meets you wherever you're at. If you call upon him, like it says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You know, right, that right there, you know, is a self-explanation in itself. You know, and having a relationship with Jesus, you know, it's the intimacy. It's it's the relationship. It's what you put out. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you get what you give. You know, God, Jesus will always be there. But when you walk away, he's waiting right there for you to come back. Yes. To pick up right where you left off. And, you know, it's not going to be easy walking a walk with God. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm sure Pastor can share story after story of something or someone who's kind of tried to come in and try to tell him, oh, you should do this or you know, <laughs> this is wrong or blah, 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 whatever the case is, but just stuck to what God is asking him to do because he knows who he is in God, you know, and that's exactly what Pastor was saying. You know, so it's not going to be easy, but again, it's about your relationship with God. It's about your relationship with Jesus Christ, and it's about asking the Holy Spirit to lead you in understanding and guiding you down this narrow path that, you know, any Christian who's living it out will tell you it's not easy, you know, and the last thing is just, you know, uh, like Pastor said, you know, it's it's understanding more than just who God is. Yes. But living it out with God, 
allowing God to change you, to transform you, to transform you into the image of his son, you know, to be another example, like Pastor said, you know, going and sharing that with somebody who did that for you. You know, somebody loved you the way God loved them. So it's our responsibility to go and love somebody else, to love our family, to love our friends. You know, it doesn't matter where you're at. If you're a Christian, that means that's a lifestyle. It's not it's not just in certain places, you know. So that's it for today, guys. Uh, anything you'd like to add, Pastor? No, just we covered a lot of, lot of space today. Yeah. So everything's good. Nothing more to add on to that. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Um, you know, like we said, just uh, just be encouraged, man. Just keep digging in, keep fighting. We know times right now aren't easy, but, you know, mm-hmm. just keep keep giving it to God, keep depending on God, and, you know, keep seeking Jesus. So thank you guys. All right, guys, so that'll be it for this episode. We honestly just want to thank everybody for your support. If you or someone you know is looking for a church, our doors are still open. And you can watch on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, weekly on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. You can watch any service, including the Women's Conference, on our YouTube channel, The Living Word of Christ Ministries. For directions, we are located at 1107 Alta Vista Drive, Biggersfoot, California, 93305. We'll see you on the next episode, and God bless you.